0: i listen to this song all day long it's such such a groove dude
1: this is like uh using a macintosh in 1988 where's my other floppy (laughs) i got notes saved on different floppy drives
0: Welcome to the Greatest Lists Podcast, a show about music and lists. This season, your hosts Jason and Eric are counting down the top 25 guitar solos of the 80s and the top 25 guitar solos of the 90s. Think your favorite made the list? Tune in and find out. Take it away, boys.
1: Welcome back to Season 2 of Greatest Lists, a music and talk podcast Featuring lists of the greatest songs of all time, I am your host, Jason, for this episode. Joining me, as always, my co-host, Eric. How are you, Eric? Aloha, how are you? <laughs> Starts <laughs> right in with it. With, this man just went on a uh, Hawaiian uh, honeymoon, vacation. right? Yeah. 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 Did not get a chance to go on a honeymoon. So, uh, did you uh, listen to any Hawaiian music while you were there?
0: Uh, we have a a complete Hawaii playlist now, of like twenty five songs that we shazanned while we were there and built a playlist
1: uh-huh. off of. We've played it every day
0: we've been home. So,
1: are <laughs> fifteen of them like Don Ho. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly
0: enough, he's not on there. So.
1: Oh! Oh! Wow! Yeah. I see yeah. You haven't got the true Hawaiian experience then.
0: No, I guess. We're anyway.
1: Gonna... Enough about the uh, Hawaiian music. We are here continuing our Season 2 lists of our favorite guitar solos of all time. Uh, well, maybe mainly just the 80s and 90s, but we are uh, deep, knee-deep in the 90s now. Knee-deep. Just a quick reminder to check us out on Spotify Premium, because we play the featured song and bonus songs in their entirety while you listen to the podcast. But, yep. of course, you don't need Spotify to listen, and We'll tell you an easy way to connect with the music at the end of the show, of course. But uh, we are up to number 21 in our countdown. The top 25 guitar solos of the 90s. A song that just made the qualifications, released in August of
0: 1990. Barely made it
1: in. Yes, barely made it in. Coming in at number 21 is the song Type by Living Color.
0: Behind the Music.
1: So our spotlight today is on guitarist Vernon Reed, who was a founding member and uh, actually the primary songwriter for Living Color. Mm-hmm. He first came to prominence in the 1980s in the jazz band for drummer Ronald Shannon Jackson. And he released an album in 1984 titled Smash and Scatteration with it was like a duo record with jazz guitarist, Bill mm-hmm. Uh early versions of living color formed in New York city around 1983, then solidified around 1985 to 1986. Reed has also released solo projects. His first album was titled mistaken identity released in 1996. Uh, he's actually still playing with living color and the band just announced this past December, they were working on their seventh studio album. So he uh, has been an award winner, Grammy Award winner two times as a member of Living Color, won the first two Best Hard Rock Performance Grammys when they added the category in 1989. Uh, Of course, you can probably guess the first one, which was uh, Cult of Personality, and then they won for the song Time's Up, which is the title track from their 1990 album. Uh, that category was actually merged back into the Rock Performance Grammy in 2011. I did not realize that had kind of merged back in. But hmm. um, as far as his guitar setup, maybe you'll uh, you know be able to uh, give us some insight, Eric. Reed was using a multicolored ESP Mirage with EMG pickups.
0: I used to love albums. that
1: guitar. God, it's such a good-looking
0: guitar. I love it. It's
1: so great. Yeah, Yeah. it is so great if you watch the music videos. Uh, The song Type was the first single from their second album, Time's Up, reached number 5 on the Billboard Mainstream Rock Chart and number 3 on the Alternative Chart. And the song was written by Reed, and a music video was produced for MTV, Mm -hmm. which uh, we'll get into uh, here in a little bit. But... Mm -hmm. That is uh, kind of the background on Vernon Reed and uh, Living Color and, and how they uh, came to this point here in 1990.
0: Mm. Let's get personal.
1: So uh, we have talked about this, Eric, but I feel like Living Color might be the most underrated band in rock history. We were messaging back and forth at one point, and uh, you were typing my exact thoughts, <laughs> which was, you know, being a African American band in the late '80s, early '90s, they had yeah. two major hurdles. First, there were not many not many African American rock bands in general, right? So you're trying to sell music to a predominantly white audience, and then second, that era, of course, is pretty much an eruption of rap, hip hop, dance, and which was dominated primarily yeah. by black artists mm-hmm. uh, performing at the time. So, uh. As I mentioned in season one, I learned kind of in the late eighties that music is for everyone, but there was you know many stereotypes back then. Yeah. And so I guess the point is they were accepted by the industry and their peers, but not um uh, not necessarily among fans or, or having a large following at the time. So I don't know, it's just a just a kind of a an when odd was, time to insert a you know black hard rock band
0: and it was it was also i mean i don't want to say exas- exacerbated but it was weird to a lot of people that the rolling stones took them out on tour so right and you had this african-american rock band which i mean you know they're just as talented as the rolling Stones. they were opening up for the rolling stones so it was a dichotomy of you know Hard Rock and, and and
1: the Rolling Stones. It was yeah.
0: It was just kind of weird. They didn't have, they didn't they didn't really have a place, but they did. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. I was I guess one of the oddballs because I loved Living Color. Cult of Personality and and maybe the music video for that on MTV was what really introduced me to the band. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bought the Vivid album. I'm pretty sure it was in a Columbia house deal back then. <laughs> <laughs>
0: As was everything. Oh
1: yes but i loved it um and then so i bought the times up album soon after it was released in 1990 like l- real late 1990 there mm-hmm. uh, might have been around my birthday might have been with birthday money there but uh i didn't like it as much as vivid but type was a song that i just couldn't get enough of oh yeah and from the first minute i heard it i wanted to listen to it again the radio didn't play it much in my area so i ended up picking up the cassette mm-hmm. yeah, i think i still have it I've uh, been looking for it this week trying to find the album cassette but <laughs> if you popped it in i'm sure there would be clicks right before and after the song type you know for me rewinding it and <laughs> stopping going back because i just couldn't get enough of the song
0: it's and a groove dude it's a it's a it's a straight groove every part of it
1: you just know i collect a- uh Cassette singles. Yep. And last year I did pick up type uh, in a lot of uh, cassettes that I picked up from the Goodwill mm-hmm. site. The single version shortens the solo to practically nothing. So do not listen to any Travesty. kind of radio edit uh, of this song. I mean, the full album version I think is six minutes and something. Yeah. But um, I, uh, I never had the single... I went right for the album, but the B-side of the single is a cover of Should I Stay or Should I Go, which is money, absolute money, if you have not heard it. Um,
0: It's so good.
1: Wow. Anyway, uh, that's kind of my history, uh, specifically with Living Color. What about you?
0: Well, I mean, my first introduction was there uh, called the Personality Video on MTV. You know that was right in the thick of of everything was coming out on MTV. If you didn't see it there first, you know, right? You, so that's that was my first introduction to to uh, the band, and I love that first album. There's not a bad song on there. Mm-mm. Um And then uh I actually I I'm 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 I, the opposite of you. I actually like Times Up better than I do the first oh, okay. one. Um, okay. but, but but I love the first one. Uh-huh. Um there's just a lot more bluesy stuff on Times Up that I just fell in love with. Um and then we actually um discovered that first song that first album he put out that Smash and Scatteration. Uh-huh. We looked it up and found it. And uh, nice. it's it's you have to be in, into jazz to, to to like it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I saw <laughs> but that it's it was. but
0: it's really good. I mean, now that I'm older and I can appreciate jazz more than I can when I was 17, uh, it's really dang good. So, uh, yeah. But you know, as a guitar player, we all you know we were into Vernon Reed because he was just so different. He didn't play the same the same kind of of uh, solos that all the other guitar players were playing he was very jazz influenced you could tell that from you know from just from um cult of personality he was just yeah. kind of you know kind of erratic and jazzy and we i just we just kind of just dug it really from the beginning so
1: mm-hmm. yeah I, I have a feeling we'll be breaking down that song at some point uh later in the season but um yeah his his style of play is so cool and i just remember being blown away from cult of personality uh the solos in that particularly but you know listening to that whole album and then this album too so good man yeah just so good the breakdown all right so what i really like about the solo is he starts with this pattern which he plays through once, and then the bass has this really awesome groove that matches it. And then the bass continues the pattern and he builds off of it a couple times, and then it goes right back into it at the end. So it's like this four part solo. It's yeah. not terribly long, it's only about 40 seconds of the song, but I think it's very creative. And then he also has this outro solo underneath Corey's vocals. That yes. lasts about ninety seconds. There at the end, go back if you guys off. Just uh, hopefully, if you have Spotify Premium, just heard the song. Go back and try to listen just for his guitar work at the end of the song. Underneath, it's, yeah, yeah, it's it's so good, man. Yeah. Yep. So uh, I there's like th- this whole song in particular. There's almost like three different styles interspersed throughout the song. So many things to listen to over the course of six minutes and 26 (laughs) seconds, which is how the album version is. But you got that main drive where Corey is, you know, singing about the different types. And it's definitely hard rock, guitar driven, very sharp drums. Yeah. Uh, Then you get in the chorus, the We Are the Children of Concrete and Steel, and Reed is. He's playing this pattern underneath the vocals. When you're hearing that, and then you get this real funky thing. Everything that goes around comes around. Part, yeah. yeah. They introduce that. I love the harmonies there, and you get the entire song
0: is just a groove. I mean, everything about it
1: really is. It's just,
0: I mean, it's just so. Everything about it is just so tight. And so, oh yeah, together.
1: yeah. But it's so fun. Like Corey, he almost has these like vocal riffs that yeah. he he introduces, and then at the end of the song, he's almost like scatting and yep. riffing off the harmony. The harmony just continues to, yep. to sing that, and he's going over top of that. Yep. And and that outro solo. I mean, man, I just love the song so much. It's one of those I could just listen on repeat the entire day yeah it's, it's so it's good. just it's i mean the, you can't
0: just single out the solo it's such a good song i mean yeah, yeah. i don't think it, i don't think i don't think it got the attention that it should have because it's it's just so the whole thing is just tight
1: and yeah beautiful. it's it's creative i mean it's it's got somewhat of a structure you know where you're going song chorus song chorus. Yeah. you get that weird uh everything that goes around that's almost like a interlude there before the solo. Yep. And then it ends the song too. So it's and I, I'm just amazed at how much they packed into the song. Yeah, it's six minutes long, yeah. but and there's all those different styles and stuff to tune your ear to. Vernon Reed's
0: solos are they're hard to I mean they're impossible to play, but some of the riffs yes. that he writes are just equally as hard. I mean they they sound so great and they have such a groove. And they sound really great, but you try to play them and they are freaking hard. The man is a talent. And and I think all that comes from his jazz background, his jazz training. Um, he makes it look so effortless and he just, you know, he just plays like it's just nothing. And you try to play some of those riffs and they're just, your your hand's going to fall apart because <laughs> you stretch, you know, there's, you stretch far, you got to move fast, it's skipping strings. He's just, he's amazing
1: yeah and you could tell there's so many influences too in, in what he plays in his music. He's done jazz albums. I was over on his Instagram page and back in January he was at a David Bowie tribute concert, all African American artists playing yeah. David Bowie music. Yeah. and I was like, that is so cool. Yeah, so he you know, there's a lot of different influences in what he plays, but he's still his own thing too. Yeah. It's so weird. But so it's so good, it's great, yeah. So, we uh, are coming in at number 21 on the top 25 guitar solos of the 90s with Vernon Reed's solo from Living Colors Type. Uh, some bonus songs for this episode. I do want everyone to hear that cover of Should I Stay or Should I Go? God. It is on Spotify, it's so good. <laughs> I loved it. I, I had not heard it up until I did the research for this. Oh, really? Like I said, nice. I didn't didn't have the single yeah and that wasn't on any of the albums if you get i think it's uh i don't know if it's vivid or which album it is that they added it as a bonus track when they re-released it like when they remastered it oh. they did put the uh should i stay or should i go cover on there yeah. but it wasn't on any album at the time so uh, i also listened to the title track from this first solo album the uh, mistaken identity it's pretty cool we're gonna go ahead and play that as well Cool. Uh, it's definitely got like a hip hop vibe but there's also a mix of jazz with like some horns and then of course his guitar work. It's a very cool instrumental and they he like drops in some audio clips with the title name and stuff so we'll play mistaken identity oh, nice. for everybody and uh, give you a little taste of his original music. So stay tuned to hear the bonus songs in their entirety. If you're listening with Spotify Premium, otherwise use the provided song whip links in the show notes that will connect you with the songs in your favorite music app. And if you like the show, please subscribe. Leave us a rating in your favorite apps. Uh, Something we don't mention very often is we are part of the Retro Network, uh, mainly a podcast network. And if you support the Retro Network on Patreon, you will now get your list. You, you will now get your list. You will now get your name in our show notes uh, and on our website, greatestlistpodcast.com. Uh, so you just go over there, support us, and boom, your name is added in as a supporter of the greatest list. So wow. please do that if you uh, can this week. That's uh, at uh, patreon.com forward slash the retro network. That's where you can support the retro network, and we're under that umbrella. Uh, you can also leave your thoughts on today's episode by finding us on Twitter, at Greatest Lists, And then Eric is coming back, uh, taking over hosting duties for our next show, our number 20 selection, which is a hot track. Mm, hot. Hot, hot. Track, people. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Greatest List. We look forward to continuing our list of the top 25 guitar solos of the 90s on the next episode.
0: You've been listening to The Greatest Lists.